Dimp Digital presents Idle Game Chat. Cool. Hello, Apps here from Dimp Digital. Welcome to Idle Game Chat. This is Dimp Digital's flagship video game podcast where we take you through the ups and downs of the wonderful world of video games. We're here on your favourite podcast app and YouTube absolutely free. However, if you want to support this independent grassroots endeavour, head over to patreon.com forward slash Dimp Digital and join the Community. Hashtag hand in pocket. I need to uh, to tone that down, that core community thing, because that all just... <laughs> just cuts out again, like the old... Um... Oh, the delay news, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty wretched when I listen to it back, so that needs to be absolutely done. But as you heard, I'm here with the other gaming governor. Paul Ince himself. He's part of the gaming clique, but... He is a disgrace and dishonest. <laughs> Deep digital, really and- <laughs> digital Gaming Quiz Charlatan <laughs> is Isla Sheet, Tom Adkins, not Adcock, who is not a cheat officially. <laughs> How's it going? Yeah, not too shabby, baby. How are you? Yeah, it's all right. Not too bad. I've got a bit of a backache. I was complaining oh. to Logan earlier about backaches, and these, these secret lab chairs ain't the one. So, might oh, install... Or look to get some sort of standing desk converter Lumber. and spend, spend a few hours a day standing up whilst working. So we'll see how that goes. Oh, Speaking of Logan, well. he has subscribed in the Twitch chat, so we thank you for that. That goes back into my back pocket that no one gets to see. But we're here to talk about some video games. Now, you were off last week. There was nothing to talk about, so if all the weeks to, to bail out, there was almost... I mean, there's things like they, they, a Plague Tale Requiem had like a gameplay trailer, which didn't to me look all that good, look a bit rough. But there was a few bits and pieces. But oh, direct! Wow, in a wow, well, Xenoblade, wasn't it? Chucked it. Yeah, that was. <laughs> it's not really start well. with three. We'll work our way backwards. Yeah, I mean, for us, <laughs> it's just of no interest because we're not going to be playing that until another 200 hours have been put into one and two. So 20 minutes of that was no good. But then it was it was post summer game fest, so there's always going to be that little that little hangover. This week's been a bit of a strange week. Now we'll do a little whistle stop tour of the as the week as I see it, and I've probably missed stuff. I've probably got everything wrong, but I feel like this is the best way to handle this because we will be having a mid year check in for the 2022 sure. gaming franchises and companies and games how good has 2022 been up until this point since we're now officially in half two of 2020 mm. that's mad really isn't it yeah, six normal. months wasted again i always think oh, i'll do that in a, in a few oh. weeks and now it's like the second half of the year i'm like well i still haven't done that <laughs> it's not ideal is it anyway uh, the strange yeah. week it's, these, are, these are not in chronological order but we've we've got things like we had the rumors of a release date for God of War Ragnarok circulating. So, oh, look, it. our gaming snitch, who we've been patting on the back, he's, he hasn't missed yet. He put out a, a, a GIF of 
Uh, Kratos doing the thumbs up thing, I think it was. It was clearly a, an edited or deep faked one, whatever they do. And it had what people have assumed, I'm not clever enough to figure this out myself, binary um, oh, code cool. or language or whatever you want to call it. And it's spelt 30. You know, we've gone past the 30th of June. So there was some to and fro. We thought, oh, the snitch is uh, clearly looking for, for that as a potential release. That came and went. We had nothing, and there were reports suggesting that there was a last-minute change to that plan. So Tom Henderson, who's like another named kind of leaker, said, yeah, that's that's been changed. So we didn't get any God of War news. Maybe we'll get it next week, or it'll come at another point. But Ragnarok seemingly not going to be updated for, for the audience in the next coming days. Uh, but that caused some dick pics to start being sent to developers. <laughs> And Absolute cocks being said. Yeah, I don't know if they're people's own cocks or just random cocks. Um, yeah. It's surely more offensive if it's your own cock and you send it to someone. That is, if you just <laughs> if you just sent a picture of a penis, a I think yeah. I don't know. No one's dick picked me yet. I know you have. I'm sure you <laughs> have actually. I'm pretty sure Must you have. have. Any, Must have. <laughs> anyway, this wasn't the the jovial kind of thing. This was random people on the internet sending women pictures of cocks so that oh. got people's backs up Corey the big man creative director of God of War and now Santa Monica Studios he got involved saying oh wait pack that in then Phil big Phil big Phil Spencer friend of the show he jumped in mm. with what I would describe well, I would describe this as a bit of a stealth dick pic to Corey he sort of said <laughs> all nicely nice saying well we can't. Well said. We can't wait to enjoy God of War. Thanks to you and your team for putting all the hard work in to create games we love. So he's on the poach there. He's that's a stealth dick yeah. pick in my view. That's not. He's clever <laughs> about it because you can't get just caught the out. Pubes. Yeah, absolutely. It's just a. It's just a quick like little half jobby or maybe tuck, tucked in. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> then EA ruffled feathers by sending a, a joke tweet, taking a dig at single player games, and it's like of all the companies to. Yeah. it's just like EA no you're not in a position to be standing on any don't even make jokes just get on with the jobs at hand because you've blown so many things in the last few years that yeah. they got crucified for that even their own staff Vince Zampella mm. our, our favourite head of Respawn Entertainment he got involved and sent a little message saying what is it a little facepalm clearly displeased mm. and others that had been laid off by EA for making single player games decided to voice their displeasure so they climbed down off the back of that and said, oh, we'll take the air and whatnot. And then Nintendo decided that we were going to just chuck in this Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcase, it's called. 26 minutes long. I mean, what is that? Unbelievable. What is that? What? That's not 26 minutes, ain't mini. <laughs> no, it ain't, is it? I think it's got to be sub-20. Cool to be called a mini mm. showcase. No Bayonetta 3, so don't come knocking on my door unless that's ready to be shown. No. Show me Sonic Frontiers, which did look actually okay in the small trailer. I know it got absolutely crapped on when they released the, uh, <laughs> the sort of gameplay that IGN had. Mm. So Nintendo are up to their old tricks again. Redfall, I don't know why they're talking, they've got like six, at least six, seven, eight, probably nine months until this game comes oh. out, but they try to convince us once again that this is a single player game and then the trailer showed a load of buddying up in a group. Um, <laughs> they failed to, again, make it clear that there's no cross-progression. And speaking of cross-progression, 343 confirmed that this will be oh, yeah. a part of the co-op campaign for Halo Infinite. 
So they've given their uh, sister studio there a bit of a nice kick in the balls with that one, saying, well, oh. look, we can do it. There's, oh, we've definitely got cross-progression for multiplayer parties. That's, that's a standard. Um, but not before they gave themselves a kick in the balls, because they proudly announced that they want to bring microtransactions to Halo, the Master Chief Collection. If people are wondering what that is, that's the Halo game that people play, not Infinite, if you were to look at the stats there. <laughs> yeah. And seemingly, some good news, we are going to get... A new skate game because EA released some pre 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 alpha footage and have announced playtesting and you can sign up for that as we record this. So head over to EA to do that if you want to get involved. And then finally, Sucker Punch has said it has quote no plans to revisit Sly Cooper or Infamous. And thus the hearts of eight Sly, Sly Cooper fans shattered <laughs> like the Elden Ring. Across the lands between. <laughs> so that was the week, in my opinion. In your dumb. Anything there you actually would talk about in, in real life, or is it all much of a muchness? Harsh. Cockpits. I got, got <laughs> so carried away, I forgot to open my cider. That's a disaster. Oh, absolutely livid. Um, yeah, that's a bit of a abysmal week, really. But yeah, no idea, some, some good kicking off. Um, yeah, so what, what do I think about that? I, that binary thing, maybe so it was just that uh, just equated to thirty. The number. Yeah, it just said thirty. I mean, I wonder if he's gonna do if it's gonna be a thirty. Then he's gonna do another one, and then he'll do like September or nine. And he's slowly maybe. releasing releasing the release date after. Wow, well, he I, don't get these things, or is he blown it? I think he's blown. Or that one. they have that they was gonna do it. They've yeah. got leaked, and they're like, say right, cancel it, cancel it, cancel it. <laughs> That's the trouble. Why? Uh, sorry, that's the trouble with these this this leaking culture is that eventually yeah. you're going to get it wrong because plans can and will change. They've always yeah. they always got the cover saying, "Well, plans, you know, things can change." It's like, well, yeah, but you, I I mark that down as a blotch. There, that was a blower. Could have yeah. been out of their control, but unfortunately, we deal with facts and figures, and that yeah. goes down as the the first blemish. But strange week. And, Very strange, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll see if things pick up. Did you as... watch it live, the uh, direct? No, I didn't even watch hardly any of it. <laughs> Did you watch it? <laughs> no. Well, here's the thing. I, the, they seem to do these directs willy-nilly. They sort of appear on my doorstep, come knocking like a day before, going, oh, really do, doing, yeah. doing this tomorrow night. And I'm like, oh, what is it? <laughs> Mini partner <laughs> showcase. I'm like, go away, Nintendo. <laughs> like the Xenoblade Sick one, I was up for watching just because I was interested in Xenoblade. I just didn't get round to it. So, yeah, yeah. But when they just do vague took like that, it's not up to it. And, you know, Switch is the Switch. We're going to be talking about Nintendo well, we might as well move on to that now rather than reminisce yeah. over the week. But we'll do our mid-year check-in. This isn't a review, as they say at work. It's not a review. Don't worry. You're not, <laughs> don't worry. But you're, not, you're not getting sacked yet. Mm-hmm. But here's how we think you're doing over the over the course of half a year. If you don't buck your ideas up, you will get sacked just over Christmas. Course, yeah. So make sure you up your game. That's how these, these sort of things work. Um, and really, we're just going to have a real light high level chat about 2022 drill down not drill down just talk specifically about the big free platform holders sony nintendo xbox these people who are providing a lot of hardware for you to play your software on um and then talk about some other third party stuff but let's kick things off with nintendo since we were talking about them so here's a rundown of the games that they've released in 2022 so far so they kicked things off with pokemon legends arceus the technical 
stinker, but mm-hmm. the idea of a childhood dream coming to fruition. Their triangle strategy. Sorry, that was 28th of January. So there you go. The triangle strategy, which is the 4th of March. Um, that's obviously in conjunction with Square Enix, but published by Nintendo. Um, is that a console exclusive? At the moment it is. So it seems like they. Yeah, it seems like they've done it with what's it name, didn't they? Um, uh, what was that fucking called? Project yeah, Octopath. Octopath Traveler. Mm. Well, they yeah, seem to yeah. they they publish it them on Nintendo publish it on the Switch. It stays there for a year, and then yeah. I think it went to Xbox and PC. But it's, I don't think Octopath's on I PlayStation yet. Not, is it not? No. Oh, I mean that is that is old well, school PS One yeah. style. There, it's, it's not, yeah. not appearing. It, it 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 really is. But anyway, fourth of March they they chuck that out. Then we got Kirby twenty fifth of March. Mm. I still want to play that. Yeah. Nintendo Switch Sports, 29th of April. Mario Strikers Battle League, 10th of se- uh, 10th of June. And then Fire Emblem Warriors Free Hopes, which is the... Well, I can't they call those games. Dynasty Warrior oh, type. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah. Combat games. There's a those. name. There is a name, but I forget. So, <laughs> that's what's come and gone for Nintendo. Yeah. What do you make of that? Because we we joke mediocre. Well, <laughs> we joke about that switch getting dust collecting, and even yeah. even Salmon's got a little bit, a little exposed the business beyond the peak of the cut. Salmon's got a little bit spiteful with the switch since his Steam Deck has arrived. Mm. I've had quotes That's going cool. out saying it, it's a switch killer because I can emulate things on this that run and look better than on the switch. <laughs> this is the best piece of tech I've bought. For years, and I'm going to get Salmon on after he's had a good mm. few weeks, maybe a month, to try this beast out. But he's really enjoying that, yeah. and a lot of people have been enjoying the Switch. There's a lot of buzz around that handheld just because of the utility of it, for one thing. Mm. You know, people playing f- best way to play Elden Ring because it's the only one that runs s- silky smooth yeah. with no with no stuttering. There you go. The so, real master race, they're calling it. Yeah, it's just a shame that fucking Gabe can't produce anywhere close to enough units to satisfy no. demand, because we ordered Salmon's one last autumn. He's dropping around. Yeah. Door door. I mean, <laughs> if he, he didn't even do that to us. Didn't, didn't <laughs> fucking left-tracked him, lazy bastard. Gabe did not turn up. Oh, oh, is subscribed in the chat with Twitch Prime. Oh. Thank you. 27 months. Mm. How many beers is that? That's five in London. <laughs> um... So yeah, the that's the, the we had the Switch come out and the, sorry the the Steam Deck come out and people were loving that as a handheld device. I think it's still just two different audiences, but there we yeah. go. But yeah, you said mediocre for Nintendo. Care to elaborate yeah. on that? I mean, to be fair, compared to another company which we'll discuss next or after that, uh, they've they've done better. But when you roll out those those games, I mean. Slim pickings, isn't it? I mean, yeah. I was half Arceus. I've not finished it yet, but for what it is, it's it's good. It's all right. Um, obviously, we have some technical problems. Um, have dis- you reviewed it yet? Yes, yeah, it's, it's a fucking disgrace. Technically, <laughs> it really is. It really is a real yeah. disgrace. Um, it's a disgrace. It's a disgrace, John. It's not right. <laughs> it is a disgrace. But I've, I sort of forgot how many. Sort of games they have actually released. Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking they've only done two, but yeah, you're right. They've we had the Wii, the sports, yep. and it's just because I've not really got involved with it, the, the thing. But yeah, when you're wheeling out, uh, what was it you said? Um, 
I'm not going to help you out. <laughs> I'm just trying to get it then. I've got it in front of me. I've got a weaving. And so has the audience. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. uh, fire emblems, that was it. Yeah, yeah. Fire, you got wheeling out fire emblems. Strikers again. Like, these aren't upper echelon games, they're not, are they? They're not the gems, are they, of what Nintendo no. have? Kirby and Pokemon. They're like... Um, I think Pokemon can should be a gem, yeah. but often misses. And Arceus mm. was this... You know, really good in some aspects, but really poor in other aspects. And Kirby, he's always going to be just the tier beyond. But I think this is one of the best outings for Kirby for yeah. a, a long, long, long time. Star Allies crapped on compared to this. Yeah, yeah. There's been a few people been raving about this. I was quite interested to give it a, a little bash. But yeah, when you uh, so we've had a sort of five or six games then that they've actually released. Mm. Um, but yeah, I do just get that sort of meh. Yeah. That's why that fucking console, because it ain't getting used for third parties. Nope. Don't care. Well, I just don't use it handheld. I don't commute. I don't go anywhere with it. I do no. sometimes play it portably, but that's in me house. So mm. Not enough to warrant buying a game for the purpose of portability. No. So that is a real dust collector. I think I played Metro, a bit of Metro, and Metroid. a bit of Pokemon. That is Metroid. Well done. Cool. Cool. <laughs> but you, I think one of them, I think Metro 2033 might be on I think there. It might be. It might cool. be on there, but that would... That, get that gyros God. controls on that. Dirty so, um, it's been a real, yeah, meh year for them. I mean, it's, Oh, it's been a mere year all year, to be honest. But, yeah, um, yeah we've still got... What have we got? We've got Pokemon coming, Xenoblade 3, and Splatoon 3 is still due out. When you look at that as a whole, including the others, it's a gap filler year, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but that's... But well. then you got you'll have people going, come on, Mario Strikers, though. It's the greatest sports game ever. Yeah. I mean, they can't you can't help those people. You just sort of just <laughs> nod and go, yeah, all right, mate, and then and jog <laughs> on. But yeah, not a not a stellar year, not a disgrace though. Like no, I think no, they're getting games out. If you're an intent, because this is the thing I've realised over getting this Switch since having it from launch until now, is that I was in the first few years I was sort of buying things. Like the like um, Splatoon two, so in this case, I might have got Mario Strikers or something like a lower tier sort of Nintendo game. Switch Sports, yeah. I was never going to get, I don't think. But Kirby, I would have got in the first two years. Um, Fire Emblem Warriors, I probably would have got because I would have played Free Houses before that if I was like engaged with the platform. But I just not interested in these sort of B C tier games that come to Switch. It has to be Zelda. Or Mario, or in this case, I did get Pokemon Arceus, and that was that. We know what happened with that. It was it was up and it was down. So, if you're into those games, though, if you're into Kirby, yeah. Switch Sports, Mario Strikers, Battle League, and and Fire Emblem, then you're obviously a child. I mean, I don't think children listen to this show. <laughs> yeah. So I doubt there's anyone yeah. listening that's into that. But that's not that's not terrible at all. That's still solid. And that's what I said almost last year is that we have Metroid. Dread, which I loved and thought was a great game, but a lot of the games that Nintendo released were sort of of this this lower tier, which is kind of where their their fan base is. So, mm. what can you do about that? But they definitely had better years. And uh, yeah, certainly. where the fuck is the next Mario game? 
Seriously, yeah. where is, we need... that'll be six. That'll be five years. This this fall, as they call it. Yeah, this holiday oh. season, and then next year will be the sixth year. Out these remakes, remasters. Mm. We've had the 3D All Stars, the 3D World plus Bowser. Yeah. Anything else? Turning out fucking Mario packs now. I know. While we wait. <laughs> but yeah, we should. This. I feel like this got to be another big, a big first party direct that gets balls tickling because I think it's it's not just us. I think there's a lot of fans like us that did jump on this hype of the thing, loved it, and to be honest, the last couple of years it has been. Uh, we get one, two big games. Mm. That does, but it's not enough. It's not enough. No. I want to, I remember you saying last year, you want something to grab you by the bollards and bring you back to that switch. Metroid tickled that, but yeah. fucking me, it's about 10 hours long. That was it. It was done and dusted. True. Yeah, it was, definitely was not a big meaty game to, to lose time in, but that's, no. that's Nintendo. Well, we mentioned another company that they've done more than, and that's, yes. that is Big Phil Spencer, big friend of the show. Phil. And what Xbox. has he released this year? <laughs> well, I wrote nothing here. Well, I was going to say, I'm looking through the list now. Obviously, they get exclusives. They're very hard-working on their games. Adkins, uh, I game don't care part. about Adkins. that. <laughs> no. I do care but about for... that. Sorry, I'll reword that. I do care about that. But for this scenario, <laughs> what we're looking at... Is games it's games nothing! Absolute zilch. It is zero. I'm certain it's zero. Nothing! Xbox Games 2022. Not even a little fucking remaster. <laughs> not, not even a little ticker to chuck some fucking bones to us. Nah. And then what do you get when you say that to the fucking zealots? Oh, the Game Pass! <laughs> Fine. <gasps> but I want to make games as well. I don't want to keep just playing other stuff. But we've had Tunic. Tunic was an exclusive. No, it weren't, mate. Shut up. <laughs> Got fucking thirty Real. studios there almost now. Yeah, Get them to bloody even... work. Exactly, they can't even churn out. What a disaster year on this front this has been, and it's going to be. Get Halo, Halo, Mar- Halo Strikers. Fuck me, getting. Where's the other thing? Like Halo released last year. Okay, twentieth anniversary. They put the beta out. They went, yeah, a couple of weeks later it's releasing. Everyone went, yeah, great. Xbox on top. What a game. <laughs> What's the news story this week? 343 can't fix melee disconnect because they got people working <laughs> on other things. It's like, what are we doing seven months later and they can't even hit someone around the head with your elbow or gun? I think it's uh, the butt of the gun, yeah. isn't it? Oh, yeah. So that's been a stinker. That that could have been delayed to this year. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Absolutely. We've had nothing from them. No. No. That is poor. Poor days. Even Bowser's shat on him there. Feels at a nightmare. It is a nightmare year, isn't it, from from that front? Yeah, and they're yeah. very fortunate and clever to have Game Pass there because it absolutely just covers their ass. No, gee, you don't think you no. don't sit there and go fucking hell, no. they released a game yet? No, yeah. <laughs> what is what happening? But do you think they will? Have they got anything planned? They've got Pentiment, Pentiment that. Little. Oh yes, yeah. I looked at game. I was like, Adkins is not going to play that. Just <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, again, that's not. That's not, a, that's not when when Phil come no. along. When it is Game Pass, you're going to get day one. 
first party stuff. No one was thinking, oh, Pentium, I can't wait to play that. They wanted <laughs> Gears, they wanted <laughs> fucking Starfield, they wanted... So have they not wrapped up like a fucking... Even just like a year... What's it called? Dirty Old Exclusive. Dirty Old Exclusive. What's this? Turbo Overkill. Next. Mm. Even this fucking... Marvel, what's this? Marvel Midnight Suns. Get that for a year, just so you can pretend yeah. that you've released something. Saints Row, you could have claimed that for a year. Yeah. But no, you sucked it. You've yeah. fucking blown it. Is now this... you're releasing fucking, making a big hoo-ha about getting Far Cry 5. I was like, cool, Far Cry's that. And I realised, I was like, oh, it's not the fucking latest It's two one. games old! Oh, it's not even the latest <laughs> yeah. Far Cry. <laughs> I mean, uh... look, I don't mind those games going on. That's fine. Mm. But don't, fucking pat yourselves on the back and make a big <laughs> hoo-ha about it. It's like, shut yeah. up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Game Pass has absolutely bailed them out because it is, yeah. you know, a, a great service in, in many aspects. But they've, they've kind of tricked people now into... The, the, the value of Game Pass for me is the main draw of it was first parties stuff that they're yeah. making cause, yeah. because some of the stuff in Game Pass, I don't know if I even wanted to play that. I don't know no. a lot of it. Mm. But I know I wanted to play Gears of War. I know I wanted to yeah. play Halo. I know I wanted to play most of Bethesda's stuff. Yeah. So for them to say that's all included, I was like, oh, rubbing my hands. Yeah. And then we're going to yeah. get a year of what... I mean, I I will probably end up loving Pentiment. But yeah. that's still not the the value proposition that I was kind of sold well, on. It's fucking State of the K3. You ain't seen the dog. Well, that ain't... Yeah, that's a get Crackdown 4 out this week. <laughs> make probably that. probably be better than Crackdown Three was. <laughs> yeah, Logan went through it. We're yeah, getting playing it. Poor bastard, <laughs> stuck with it right to the end. Bless his soul. Yeah. So look, it's been an absolute disaster for oh. Xbox this year on in, in terms of first party output, which is not the ultimate. Which is mental. It is mad. because if if they would have released Starfield and it would have been one game, yeah, come out as the belter we're expecting it to be, we'd have been going. Feels biggish year. <laughs> you only need to get one game that's in the top yeah. sort of five for the year. Like I yeah. think that's really all you need, and then you can you get a pat on the back from the hardcore to go. All right, we'll let mm. you off this year. But they're not even they're not even going to have that, and exactly. it's a shame. It's um, it's not ideal, but it is where we are where we are at, and. If I was Phil, I would not even release Pentiment this year. I'd just say, chuck it all 2023. <laughs> this really fucking blow one away. Really just We'll put that out in January just to get that year kicking off. Yeah. But <laughs> I, don't, I, mean, I would laugh if they did. And then yeah. we can say, right, 2023 is our year. And it probably will be. Mm. But that'll be, the, that'll be the third calendar year of the consoles lurking. Yeah. <gasps> I mean, it's been pretty poor. I've said last year it's been pretty poor, and people fucking shouted at me saying, they won 2021. I said, yeah, they didn't release anything in 2020 when they launched the thing. They were already five games behind. (laughs) And yeah, these aren't the be or end all because they've they've got Game Pass and other things and whatnot. Mm. But I think it's a big thing that makes Xbox... Well, maybe the identity is Game Pass, and over time we've just got to deal with that. Mm. But I feel like we can have our cake and eat it because they've promised it. Yeah, we can get all these games. We can get two, three, four good, some great games a year, and they all go in Game Pass because they've teased the fuckers. Mm. So we're, we're close yeah. to getting it. It's just getting this first big Give year in the, in the bank. Anyway, what's Jim got to say? Here we go. I mean, he's, Jim, Jim, Jim. This, this ain't thrilling from Jim. 
Mm. Um, so we've got the PC release of God of War, 14th of January 2022. So PC crowd getting involved with some Sony first-party games. So they're absolutely loving that. That now only leaves Nintendo, who don't put their games on PC. Oh, and yeah. just, just imagine how many cool. potential issues and how much better objectively those games could be because they will look oh. and run better just imagine that for a second mm-hmm. but uh, anyway <laughs> remaster of uncharted well it was uncharted 4 and and legacy a lost legacy 28th of the first 2022 horizon forbidden west 18th of february 2022 grand turismo 7 the 4th of march 2022 mlb the show the 5th of april 2022 um and then that's the games and they did revamp playstation plus with their uh yeah playstation plus plus now combination three different membership tiers for people but let's focus on the games i mean that's not fantastic but it's it's a it's a half decent bit of coverage Mm. in my opinion you've got one sequel that regardless of how people feel about it now people seem to have soured on it we're looking forward to I thought it was great in, in Forbidden West. Gran Turismo 7 finally comes out. That's been waiting for years for that. And then MLB The Show, not a game that we're ever going to sit down and play. Um, no. But they still cranked their studio. The point is the studio still cranked out another game. That's what we're, we're mm. focusing on here. What do you make of that, though? I mean, there's a lot of ports going on. There's, there's resources mm. being used there. Did you there. say uh, Ghostwire as well? Was that this year? That was, but I've left that out because they didn't make it. Or publish ah, it. Ah, of course not. Ah, oh, right. Good I checked. I checked, and I wonder whether they published it on behalf of Bethesda, but they didn't. It's just one right, of those. Just... So, as an exclusive, it's there, but the yeah. output of their oh. publishing arm has done nothing. I cut it. No, um, but it's a damn sight more than Phil. Um, I'm trying to compare it to um, Nintendo's. Really, mm. it's much, much for much. Again, there's a lot took there that isn't getting played but horizon um just gonna we'll discuss that briefly but um yeah that's that's a big one that's a big one um good game um that's it <laughs> mlb <laughs> Uh, Turismo as well, Turismo, that seemed to be received very well. Well, they put those microtransactions in and then seemingly fixed it within a few weeks, but there was definitely a few Mm. weeks where people were like, what are they doing? I was like, Mm. get used to this because they're planning to do bloody microtransactions and everything Mm. (laughs) at some point going forward (laughs) with 10 live service games launching up your ass to a console near you. MLB that's just been... so, uh, Xbox get it or something. Yeah, so MLB's yeah, they've, yeah, that goes on Xbox and Switch for the first time. So everyone gets that one. Yeah, but I always consider it as yeah, it was output. Get there. It? We're trying to look at their studios and what's going on with their. There, mm. I mean that's that's fine. That's not that's not going to win a console war because it's on everything. No, but, but it's still. Um, so no, that's all you got. And then looking forward, you've got potentially God of War, seemingly best. Sounds like it's going to happen. Stray, Stray's a exclusive, isn't it? Yeah, he's on he's yeah. on PC as well, but it'll good. be on the um, PlayStation Plus Extra as well. So it's like another. Oh, that's right. Sort of the first one they're putting day and date. So interesting to see if that picks up any pace or if that's a one-off. That's it. And then for Spoken, which oh yeah, I forgot that. So it, for Spoken, timed. 
timed. Yeah, that's timed, and that's is that Square Enix, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, Square. Yes, oh, that's PC as well. But yeah, that's a that's a year window. That's set for October. So hmm, yeah, that's not really there. No. So again, it's just such a empty year, isn't it? I mean, it's been great for backlogs. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it was. It's, it's not. Gun, it's, huh? it's not great from Jim, but it's no. It's borderline. It's okay. It's yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think you, game. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, best of the rest. I mean, obviously, Elden Ring's the elephant in the room. Yeah. But other than that, what else? Yeah. What else? You what, anything that has popped your bollocks? He's you reminding think? this brain. No, the Lego Star Wars ain't played that yet. Biff said it's terrible, but I'd never take his <laughs> reviews. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's been released. Uh, Dying Light Two. Dying Light is one we missed. Now, yes, everyone blew it in January, February, March because everyone decided to release all their games for the year in that three-month window. We suspect mm. why because because that's when the financial year ends for a lot of the companies. So, get it out yep. before April and it goes into the profits. But what that meant was that games like Dying Light that had it come out even a month ago, two months mm. ago, would have been in better condition because that had some game-breaking bugs where people's saves are being deleted and all sorts of mad shit. Mm. So that would have probably been fixed, and I would have probably bought that. Yeah. But no, yeah. it decided to release two weeks before Horizon and three weeks before Elden Ring and one week after Pokemon. I'm like, what are you fucks doing? Oh, exactly that. Um, there's two other games that I've definitely got my eye on, but trouble is now that these game when these these game these lower tier games that you have your eye on, mm. I just sort of get into that mindset where I think oh, if I longer hold it out, there's potential they're going to come onto one of these yeah, subscriptions. Of course they will. They will as well. Uh, yeah, and the two that have got me eye is Sifu. Yep. Yep. And the Quarry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Super so, massive. Super oh, love indeed. me some super massive, even though I've not been supporting them at well. Although talking about. PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium. Man of Medan's on there, and so is Little Hope. Um, so I've played through both of those. I've already played through Man of Medan, they're but I've replayed it. trilogy, aren't they? So they're like an oh, anthology, they call them. It. So they're separate entries. Slightly shorter. I thought they were about two hours, but they're closer to four. So oh, still yeah. a bit of bollocks there to be had, and they're priced accordingly. So I think they release right. like 30 or maybe 40 quid. Um, but they're both on there, and I think, is it House of Ashes? House of Ashes, that's the one. So I might buy that one, because I have enjoyed going back to those games these past few mm. weeks and getting back involved. But, they, you know, like, I, Supermassive got the quarry out. Adcock's yeah. been sniffing around that, and I think he may well yeah, have purchased it. So Jordan bought it as well. I saw Pelai playing it. I was like, cool. Pelai gave me the review. He said, yeah, good. Mm. Um wouldn't pay full price for it though. That's so. that was exactly my <laughs> yeah. my thinking. He paid like, fifty quid, I think. Like, yeah, that is a bit of a belter. Well, there was uh, a version going for seventy on the store, like a deluxe oh. version, and and on yeah. the, on the on the PlayStation store at least, it was sixty mm. quid. Blimey, that's super mafia. That's that's uh, until dawn, isn't it? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Quantum Dreams is uh, Detroit and correct. Heavy Rain and all that jazz. At last, I always get them two mixed up. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so there's a, there's been a few games, but I mean, if you're thinking that it, Rainbow Six Extraction is ticking <laughs> the <in> bottom, <laughs> yeah, it's on you Game know. Pass though. 
So it must it's have on Game Pass. You've must... got Destiny 2, The Witch Queen, the re- resurgence of Destiny, yeah. you know. There's a game called Norca I've had my eye on. That's on that yeah. that is on PC Game Pass, so I'll oh, be playing yeah. that. We had Shredder's Revenge, which was yeah, Shredder's, Shredder's Revenge, Revenge was a nice little yeah, it was a nice it's little right. cleanser. Right. It was a meh. Um, do you start including things like Stanley Parable Deluxe? Well, again, it's, it's one of them. Got right, it's, that's the sort of slim picking. I mean, overall, it's been a year of great promise before we come yeah. into it, and it's not delivered on that front, has it? It's been very stop-start, very sporadic, yes, and yeah, not been the killer year. Speed. And losing Starfield has dampened the second part of the year, absolutely. Yep. And uh, if we lose God of War as well, then might as well pack up for the year and come back in 2023. <laughs> but early. I'd say that there's actually been some good games for people to play. It's mm. The timing of them has not been good for the first half of the year. They're all squashed together in that first quarter. So there's stuff yep. to go back to, but now it's always like, well, it's got to be on a good discount because it's not day one anymore. It's like a few months old. Or on one of these subs and these subscriptions yeah. is, otherwise I'm not going to partake this year. Nope. So yeah, I've gone back to Zelda recently, I've gone Breath of the Wild. Oh, yeah, nice. The last unfinished business project that I had to replay okay. it with a decent... Well, I just don't want to breakneck the last part of it. Yeah. It's probably about 50%, so that's the sort of year it's been. I'll tell you what we haven't mentioned, going back to Nintendo, yeah. they have just released now. Um, it's not really there. It was their game for a little while. But Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. Yep. Which yep. is seemingly getting decent reviews. And again, if you ain't got much to carry, then you have to start including these DLCs. No, well, yeah. Releases. I mean, look, had had Capcom not just shit the bed and decided it's going to be a Switch game first and not come mm. to traditional consoles, then bring it to PC and then say, well, there's no cross-play. I would have been all over this. This would have absolutely yep. filled a gap, but it's fucking cross save for goodness sake. Oh yeah, exactly. Imagine that. that. Is, yeah, that that is a stinker. That bloody switch. Yeah, it's probably S Capcom because they didn't do that for nah, nah. Monster Hunter World either. But the point is that was out for a year before, so it just snagged people like you in, and then you're stuck sort of yeah. on the 30 FPS slop train. Come on, pass. Yeah, salmon's fine. Golden 60 FPS liquor. Yeah, well, at least you've got, <laughs> got to see him play with him. Had, had Cuphead, the delicious last course, come out. Yeah. I'll do a little FGO update whilst I'm here. Hall and Parky have got that, sitting on an 87, so that's lovely jubbly. And then F1 2022 actually came out today, which a full Oh, baby, I can straight on the He game. was straight on it. He obviously <laughs> didn't get the early access of it because it's been out for three days and early oh, access. Was it really? oh, they do that, do they still? This was your team's pick or transfer, Papers team. Cool. They sub, you sub Tunic out for this, which scored an 85. <laughs> this is sitting on an 82 F1 2022. Oh, well, my pass. I mean, it's Ralph. Ralph to a T. That then. is, isn't it? It was just. <laughs> Awful. Rudderless. That was rudderless. <laughs> but no, 2022, I think has had glimpses yeah. of greatness. Certainly yeah. has a, at least, yeah. it's at least two games I can think of that are, have been, have been great. Like you can't mm. deny Elden Ring just dominating lives for months yeah. on end. Um, but if you didn't like Elden Ring, no, if you, if, you know, which is a lot of people because their games aren't made to cater to everyone. No, you must have been sitting there fuming. <laughs> Everyone goes, it's the best year of gaming ever. We've had Elden Ring. And you're sitting there going, I don't even like it. <laughs> God's I ain't sake. even got a story, mate. Oh, I've got 
Rainbow, Rainbow Six Extraction. God's <laughs> sake. And I haven't even got Game Pass about pay it. Oh. <laughs> it's, yeah. Not a, not a, certainly not one of the all-timers. And the back end of the year is filling up with what I would say is yeah, intriguing is. titles, but not... Yeah, it's intriguing, yeah. The thing is, if we do get treated mm. to some absolute gold, we get God of War, and it's obviously... 90 plus yeah then we get Callisto protocol and that's the second 72 coming. technical bugs and issues squander an <laughs> opportunity of like well this is the Schofield you that know. ain't coming 2022 no exactly Bayonetta 3 still apparently you know those those games never seem to do, go lower than 80s no. uh, and they're normally in the 90s um yeah, yeah, that's it pretty much. Yeah. But I mean, if, even if we do get two or three, you know, say Xenoblade, Splatoon 3, if we get a couple of good scores out of them, some something. South, you know, Gotham Knights, God, it's the new, the second coming, the best Arkham game there ever was. I don't think that's going to be true. Saints Row blows GTA 5 out the window. <laughs> you know, then people will start saying about, oh, well, we had these big heavy hitters, but... I just don't. No, I don't no. think. It's a but same. there's potential. There's potential. If this, if what's left, we got, we got the Saints Row, the next one, the next big one to yeah, come out. Probably, yeah. But again, that's not huge, is it? Then we got, we got Forspoken, Gotham Knights, Callisto, Pokemon. Get like that after being told it's not open world. It's well, I, just, I don't know if it is or not. Now I can't work it out. Half and half, Monster Hunter, isn't it? Well, we'll see. I will see. But yeah, there's potential for the rest of the year. There's games to be played, but I want another... This makes me think of like how good 2017 was. Yeah, think, silly. Oh, that was an absolute stellar year, and we didn't know it at the time. But 2018. Well, the thing is, I say 2018, we had God of War and Red Dead Redemption 2, mm. and... Best we get. Like... I'm trying to think, but that feels like all oh, there was. Monster Hunter World. Monster Hunter World. Okay. Oh, right. Smash Bros. Right. Yeah. Not even. You see what I mean? It's not even close, yeah. is it? Now, nah. granted, that's nah, midway through the console generation. That's towards the back end of it. We're, yeah. We're still yeah, in like phase one, and phase two will probably be twenty twenty late twenty twenty three onwards. I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's unfair, but. Yeah, well, I suppose it, you know. They, there would be a difficult... I wonder if this will be a more drawn-out uh, generation because of fucking this pandemic and that, and everything's been delayed. So typically yeah. we get, what, six, seven years? I wonder if we may even go up to ten with this fucker. Get me a PS5 Pro. Get me a Super Switch. Yeah. Get me an Xbox we'll Series to... XX. We'll get two call iterations <laughs> by the end of it. Salmon will be saying, you get a fucking PC, your mugs. I'm like, well, <laughs> probably, probably could have done with that sort of money. <laughs> no. Well, look, we'll see how things pan out. The mid year check in is complete. It's been a. It's still. It's, it's, there's yeah. glimpses of, of hope, but uh, it's not going to. I don't think it's going to go down as one of the all time greats, even though many people say there is an all time great that has been released um, in the, in the Elk. Diablo of, Immortal. That's Diablo <laughs> Immortal on mobile. That you can play on PC. Don't you have phones? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're going to transition to some uh, game impressions for you guys to see out the episode. So nothing more for us at this part other than we're going to see you on the other side. 
Here we are then, back with some more gaming impressions. This time, Mr. Resident Referee Logan's going to be asking me the questions. And it's on God of War 2018. I revisited this game, went back to it after almost, well it was, it's over four years to the day, almost. It was like, was it, 20-something of April. By the time I'd started it, it was just over that. So over four years, I went back. And this goes under the category of, you know, my unfinished business sort of crusade that I'm going on. Um, games that I felt like I either rushed through or just moved on to the next thing too quickly. I'm making time to go back. And given that 2022 is sort of peaked in in many ways for new new game release, I've got time to do that. But um, yeah, I'll, uh, you'll be asking made the questions so I'll hand over to mm. you but I've uh, played through the game and got the platinum trophy to boot as well so that two two birds of one stone being knocked off there yeah I mean I'm funnily enough I'd started to play it myself as well although it's been put on the back burner of late I think mainly partly because it's the, the PlayStation's downstairs as opposed to the Xbox being upstairs where I am most of the time but mm. um, uh, I think you you and Biff had been on at me for, well, literally for years, saying you're missing out on a trick here. Obviously, I know that you you mentioned that you've been on your replay crusade, the old RC, going back and playing games like this. <clears throat> but I'm quite eager to hear your thoughts on whether it still pretty much stacks up Yeah. Um, yeah. four years later. Um, so I guess we, you, you've talked to us about what brought you here. Um, I guess... I, one thing I don't know and that I wanted to check, is there, as part of this, um, an upgrade that's been given as part of that PS5 upgrade? That's a very good point that I would have absolutely skipped over. Yes, so what they what they essentially did, they didn't go in there and start pulling it apart. It's not a PS5 version, it's still the PS4 version. Essentially what they've done is they've gone in and offered uh, two modes. So you've got the got a fidelity mode, which is... 4k ish uh, 30 frames per second but they've also added a performance mode which offers 60 fps which is the big change for me so i went in and played on that so that that is a um you know so that is an upgrade on what i'd played back in 2018 because it was running at, at 30 fps slop back then kind of say we didn't know any better we did but we didn't have a choice so it weren't <laughs> worth it weren't worth complaining about and I'd, i've previously expressed my my love for god of war it, it sits in the uh, in the platinum wing of my gaming gallery, back when I played it in in 2018, and uh, returned for this particular one, sequel upcoming, and uh, yeah, the the upgrades definitely, I think, just gave it a. I don't know if I'd actually have done it if the if there wasn't a 60 fps mode now. I'm starting to wonder whether I would have. I might have just left it and been like, yeah. And that's only because everything I've played, pretty much, barring maybe one or two games, has been 60 FPS this generation. So we're coming on to well, over 18 months in. That now is jarring to me. And, you know, PS4, Xbox One, PS4 Pro, Xbox One X generation, 60 FPS just wasn't that, that you know, regular. It was, it, was, it was like rocking all shit. You barely got it. Now, everything's pretty much got a mode where you can choose to have the frame rate. So that's actually an important 
thing to note because I don't think I would have gone back just in fear that I'd it would have felt so sluggish in comparison to what I'm playing these days. And there were also there's a PC version out now anyway, so you know God tier has been unlocked for for this game for those that want it. So I guess I could have done that, but I I doubt I would have. Yeah, I think it's <clears throat> it's probably pretty quick thinking. I say quick thinking, but at least good thinking from from you know Sony's perspective that these games, if they're going to offer them, and they've obviously chucked them out there for for free now, pretty much to get people to play them. Mm. But without those, they'd be pretty much. I don't know. It, it goes to show you how much we're, I'd say, we're gaming snobs now. That <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know things like thirty FPS seem like unplayable. Yeah, and pretty much are, but your brain um, adjusts very quickly. I oh, mean, yeah. I went from having an Xbox One on a TV that was five years old, six years old, might even been older than that, um, that only had HD, to now I've got a monitor that unlocks up to like silly frames per second with an Series X. Like The change overnight for me is marked and now if i went back to play on an xbox one on an old hd tv yeah i'd probably be like how did i ever play this because your brain just adjusts to whatever it's been playing it just accepts it as the norm i think that's a great point you know which i wonder how long you would have lasted had they not had that i think frame upgrade i think i would have finished i would have gone through it absolutely and, and done it i but i do mm. i think just making the commitment was far easier knowing that that mode yeah. is there so I may not have even bothered. I would have, you know, you may I'll start it and I'll finish it, but I may well have just never started it or at least kicked the can further mm. down the road um, to, to to do it then. But it definitely just kind of removed any excuses mm. or any any preconceived ideas. Where I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this. I was like, no, I actually want to go back and see what this is like. Like you said, four, you know, four, four plus years mm. on, just as an interesting case study. But also I know the game's going to play and feel better. So that's, yeah. you know, it's a game that I've put in my platinum wing. That's really appealing. Yeah, so I know that you obviously went back to Horizon Zero Dawn recently and did a big old playthrough on that. I did. Um, and loved, loved doing that. You were really positive about it. So I guess the, the, the first question, as you've already played this, is, you know, broadly, was the game, as you remembered it, did you enjoy it just as much? Did you, did you enjoy it even more now that you... You know, had that 60 FPS and also weren't breaknecking or whatever the reason that you didn't feel like you did it before properly. Did you feel like you exercised those demons that you had from four years ago? Yeah, touch on that last point. All, all demons have been been murdered, slaughtered. They've been chucked into one of the other realms that I don't partake in for these these <laughs> games. They they're gone. I've, getting the platinum because it's not an easy platinum. Um, for difficulty reasons, not for time. You know, there's there's some very difficult bosses that you have to defeat, kind of like in the post game to get the platinum. And it's not, there ain't really enough quick fix at that. You've got to kind of get through it. So, any notion I had of, or disappointment from my last play for leaving unfinished business, I cleared up. And yeah, I mean, look, the the, the cliff notes are that it's still for me. And this is the description I continue to use for God of War until something else comes along that can fit this. But for me, it's like the best pound for pound, well-rounded game that, that I have played. It's not perfect, obviously. Shouldn't have to say that, but people will get on your back if you don't just slip that in there. But what I will say is it's very, it's very, very strong in the areas that I personally lean towards. And I feel like gives a really good representation of a modern single-player video game like 
I think that still stands up today as well. And with the you know with the, with the 60 FPS cap, that makes it more approachable to, to people who are interested in that. It's on PC with all the it's a from what I've seen her, it's a good port has you know all the support that that the PC gamers want. So really, this this still four years on sits there for for my little galleries. It's sort of pound for pound best, and there's nothing really in here that that would have even threatened that status. Uh, in fact, a lot of the stuff when I was replaying, it, I was like, oh, mate, this, that opinion is sort of emboldened by going through it a second time. It's just it's just epic. <laughs> it really is. They actually speak of the word epic. I have to say this before I forget. If I said to you, I've got two bits of gear here, like game gear or like armor, weapons, and I said, right, I've got a legendary weapon or this legendary weapon or, or this epic weapon here, which one of those would you say would be the higher ranking <laughs> gear item? Because this is this particular game stirred up something that I disagree with, but I'm interested to get your perspective because maybe it was just me. Detour, inbound listeners and viewers. So for some reason, I associate the word epic with it being purple yep. and the word legendary with it being gold. Yep. So I would put legendary over epic. Agree. That is, that's my perspective, and that always has been. Like For me, something legendary, that's, that means more than... That's something that was built years ago. It's special. Like, I 100% am in that boat as well. So I'm interested if anyone else feels like epic's above that. Um, but in this game... And this is this is probably the biggest fault of the game. I'm joking, but they have the ranking. Epic is above legendary. No, I don't. I don't, I don't know. know. Whether, for some reason, I feel like it's Fortnite that has come to the fore in my brain here because that's how I'm pretty sure Fortnite weapons are, are rare, uncommon, common, rare, epic, legendary. Yeah, pretty sure that's it. And I'm pretty sure the legendary ones are like gold. And the epic ones are, are like a pinky colour, pinky purple. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know that WoW, I think, has it in that order as well. Like, Legendary's, or at least was at one point, the top mm-hmm. sort of big shot. But, you know, in, in God of War, and I would assume in the sequel, they've got Epic as the top one. And I was a bit like, hmm, annoying. Yeah, that doesn't feel... For some reason, it doesn't feel right. Legendary has got to be... I mean, if you're legendary, if you had an epic football player and a legendary football player, like Cristiano Ronaldo would be a legendary footballer. Mm. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like that is something that's... On yeah, a higher plane, that, yeah. anyway. Yeah, than epic. But anyway, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Mid-review or revisit review, detour. Just put a poll up uh, and see what people think. Yeah, can we do that? Uh, if I remember, <laughs> we can. Maybe we'll just do it on Twitter later. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, no, so I, I guess one of the things that I'd be interested in, is there anything that you either forgot about that you then noticed and went, that's really good? Or is there anything that surprised you that perhaps you didn't notice on your first game, uh, playthrough of the game? Like, Is there mm. anything there that <laughs> you didn't, Felt feel like you picked up on the first time, or were there certain things that you were still surprised to see on a game? I guess that was four years old now that you went. That's pretty good considering it's four years old. I don't know. I'm just trying to. Yeah, I get. So one of the things that stands out, and this is just, and this is because it's rare. Like the way they, the way the game's directed, 
Again, people say, oh, you pretentious fuck, it's a game. The way the game's structured is that there actually are... It cheats, there are, but there's almost no camera cuts. You you watch the... You play through the game. The camera swings for every narrative piece. It never just black screens and comes back. There's a few bits where you go through doorways where you're like fast travelling and the screen goes wire. And clearly at that point, they've messed around the camera mm. to move Kratos and, and Atreus around. But... Having that that kind of that thread that's constantly throughout the game, like there's no no breakage in your your immersion, just is really awesome. And I was thinking that's you've spoken about Assassin's Creed a lot on this podcast. We've played a lot of it. Like there's just a complete difference of when you go and interact with a character in that. In that one, it'll just they'll just stand there, and the, you'll just be able to move your character around. It just won't feel like there's any sort of cinematic thread to it. Or mm. when it goes into a cutscene, it'll fade to black. It will come back in, and then everyone will be in the right positions. And then the, the scene will start. Then the scene will end, and it's just this. It's not, you know, I'm not gonna, organic. It's not organic, no. So when games yeah. make the effort, and and Red Dead Redemption Two does this really well. I think Grand Theft Auto Five did it really well. And I think even Red Dead Redemption the original did it really well. When you have these free flowing from gameplay into cutscene into narrative moment and this back and forth swing it really does just round off an already great experience and, I, and because it's so rare this again stood out for me I was just playing it I was like yeah this is this is great <laughs> when 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 games make the effort to do this and uh, that was so that was a little bit of a, a highlight there it's more expansive than I ever remembered in terms of places to go side quests optional bits and pieces. I just in my head, and this might be because I mainlined it for probably about forty percent of the game, my original playthrough, but I decided that it was just a quite linear game. Now you can play it that way. You can cut all the, the fat if you want and play it that way. But there is actually quite a lot of stuff to be getting on with. Other little story elements, little quests and things and treasure maps and there's a lot of different places you can go to as well. And it's that that had kind of dropped off and I hadn't remembered that. And then, yeah, the story and characters are just still brilliant. Like the writing and the performances in particular of the, 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 the actors and the actresses is just superb. So those are kind of the things that, that stood out in, in, a, in a positive light. Um if I was looking on the more negative side of things, like there's no getting around the fact that the map is poor. Like the map, it's like an artistic map, not a functional map. Mm. So you kind of go on it and you look at it. I mean, you've seen it, but you kind of look at it and it's like, oh, that looks pretty. But actually, I, if I want to find a pathway through this game, it's fucking hard to work out exactly where to go because the pathway is not, not there on the map. So you kind of have to just, I suppose you're encouraged to check the environment and explore that way. But when you're trying to go for a platinum, i.e. you're getting all the collectibles, you know, at some point you want to be moving around the environment quicker and efficiently because you might want to get three collectibles over here, two over there. You don't want to be faffing, trying to work out where to go in order to get to, you know, X, Y or Z in the, yeah. uh, in, in the game. So the map definitely is... You know, they've said, oh, it looks pretty, but functionally it's not really much use. And the game does have areas that are blocked off to you earlier on in the game. Like you need, you know, you might need an upgrade, you might need a specific tool. And I feel like when you have those those 
parts or those scenarios crop up in a game, just mark those little blockages on the map somewhere. I can't remember all of them. Ronnie can't remember every last fucking blockade that he runs into throughout, you know. So if I'm coming back to clean up later on, I can look on the map and say, oh, I haven't been there. That's a new place to explore. I'm more encouraged to go there. I'm, there's still pathways I didn't go down because I did. I forgot or didn't go down there. Fortunately, there wasn't any collectibles I needed. So things like that, even if, if you're going to go for the artistic map, put some functional use in there like that. Um, and then another thing that... I feel like wasn't a problem when I first played it because I was playing it as a linear. Well, it's not. I wasn't doing the platinum run. I wasn't hunting around, rushing yeah. around everywhere. So let's leave it at that. I was playing it quite thoroughly. Just that when I got towards the back end, I perhaps didn't do the end game stuff. But when you're getting to that stage where you want to hunt, hunt for the ravens that are lurking, do your collectibles. The the fast travel is uh, is not something that. Is, is going to help people that want to get around quickly. And the reason why it's a, I guess it's a negative, but I kind of actually, you know, balance it out as an okay, is because everything's contextualized. So to fast travel in God of War, you have these little like mystic doorways that pop up and you've got, yeah. a, you've got a rune stone or some sort of fucking object that lets, that opens it up. Mm. so you walk into that and it goes to the map and it's like where do you want to go and you're like oh I'll go to I don't know the, the hub sort of base you know I'll go to the, I'll go to that area, the centre of the lake whatever you click that Kratos walks through with his son and then you, you, you're in this the world between worlds and you have to walk around this path and then another doorway opens up you walk through that and then you're at your new location so for me, I love that because it's like, oh, I can use the fast travel and this is all contextualized in the world. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's, there's no immersion being broken here. But if you're trying to get from one side of the map to the other, to the other, to the other, to again, again, not only are you fighting with this map to work out where to go, you're then having to go through this maddening process where you have to walk through a door, wait, walk through, walk around this fucking life tree or whatever it is in the, in the world between worlds, walk through another door, wait for that to sort of load through and then you're at your location. So for people that are used to quick, sharp navigation and, and fast travel, it's not really fast travel. It's, it's, it's functional travel that uses the context. Well, I wouldn't want them to get rid of it is, my, is what I will say because I would absolutely use them if they're there and just go through the process. But I feel like you need to kind of go, right, let's just let people select it from an icon in the map and bang. You know, Don't worry about the camera break. If people want to play it and skip around, let's let them do that. Then everyone's happy, aren't they? You've got the nutcases like me that want everything to be, you know, mechanically sound and functional and, and logical. And then those that just want to play the game as a game can just buzz around the map and get where they need to go. They're kind of like yeah. the, the things I've picked up on, I guess. I did. So some of those things, from my perspective, I noticed as well. So <clears throat> definitely... You, you know, I'm definitely not as narrative driven as you are with these games. I, I, I don't put. I, I'm more just interested in slaying shit and the, the the actual functional gameplay. But I know the narrative element and keeping the immersion is super important <clears throat> for you. And it's one of the things that I did pick up on actually when I played it because it feels odd in a weird, in a good way. But if it, you sort of feel like it's strange because you say it doesn't blackout and i was really confused by the cut the, the fast travel at first because i was like yeah. what are we doing it's just not what i'm used to i'm used to just selecting something and then it sort of just flashes me up to the other side or whatever i'm not used to being in control um 
But I kind of think that, you know, you said about give, them, give two options, so just go on the map and select it for one, and, you know, for the other nutcases, they could go through this maddening process of finding portals. Because when you walk through but the portals, got... Logan, the, like, you'll have a little chat with the sun or with Mimir, who's along with you, like, it will give you, like, little stories. That's why, I mean, they run dry, you know, towards the back end, so he was just walking in silence, and I was a bit like, eh. But... You know, for the time that there's a conversation there, I'm like, oh, of course I'm going to go through this this process. Here we, yeah, here I know. What you mean. I kind of think, like, fair play to them for going, this is how we want our game to be. And if you don't like it, suck a dick. Well, it, makes right. you, it makes me wonder whether there's a, you know, a technology issue in that they just couldn't get the game to load or transfer you fast enough for it to, without it just going to a menu and sitting there watching a menu. Because we've kind of, Possibly. we've spoken yeah. about this no camera cuts and that's a big thing that was... Not necessarily marketed, but you, you definitely heard the in in the build up to this that the people were mentioning yeah. this as a as like a boon to the game. So I can mm. understand why you don't want to break that. Now I think yeah, I, I stand by that. Just give people the option, and then you you stop any noise, mm. don't you? Like you kind of with these blazing fast SSDs now, games mm. games doing that in the future, the people are like, what are you doing? Yeah, go, well, well, we've got, uh, we'll go, well, we've got a PS4 and Xbox One version coming out. And it's like, well, that's the reason to stop doing it then, you cunts, isn't it? One of the first things I noticed, I think we, we did this test when uh, when I moved over to the Series X, was the difference in load times between, yeah. especially like Outriders, oh, when yes. I sit there for bloody ages yes. versus when I got the X. And it was the same for Assassin's Creed. Like It's almost like click of the fingers instant. Yeah. Um, so it is a good point, you know, do they need to keep doing this sort of thing now? But you have to say for the time when it was, yep. you know, coming out at a similar time when PS Pro, I think, was uh, was coming out, that, you know, they had a little bit of extra room, but perhaps this was the best way, A, from an immersion perspective for them, and B, navigating this uh, uh, loading screen way yeah. of doing it. Maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe it's a, a negative that's been transferred into a positive. But again, I think that's clever game design arguably yeah um, so no so all around then it sounds like it was a good experience is there anything else i guess from your playthrough that you, you want to mention yeah i think just i will just talk about the combat because the Levi- the, the leviathan axe is perhaps the greatest weapon in gaming as we as we record this today i've really um, enjoyed it it's so much fun like it's not just you know, you can hack people around, and you can unlock all the abilities and the runes and all this cool shit. But let's just not lie and pretend that we didn't just throw that axe like into the lake or just f- off a cliff, only just to press triangle and have it come yeah, back and come in, back. In like it just—it's so well done. Like it really is. Um, I initially, when I was playing the game, like throughout the game early on, I was. You know, the combat has felt great because I was destroying things. I wasn't, you know, I was just felt like a god of war. Let's be honest. Mm. When when the going started to get tough, which happened sort of mid mid game, I was like, huh. I don't know if I feel as though this is holding up as well. Like under under true pressure and scrutiny, is mm. it is it a bit sluggish? Am I? Is it a bit too frantic? And I had this sort of period during the middle part of the game maybe maybe the you know from the second third into a little bit of the, the final third but then I kind of got a, I kind of got a second wing towards the back end of the game and I felt 
by the end of the game, I was so on point and sharp with the the combat systems that this this game had. And I don't often feel that way about games. I always feel like I'm kind of always making a bit of a hash of things. It's not very graceful, but you know, by the end of this game, I don't know what happened. I just was able to just manage everything they threw at me in the most efficient and deadly way possible. I felt like a real life combat machine. The real ghost of Sparta I was back out of retirement. And that was that was really empowering and, and addictive. That was an interesting kind of transition where I got to a point and I was like, ah, oh, you know what, this is a, this is a, the combat's maybe a little bit, and then I don't know what it was. Maybe I just picked up on my, Ronnie unlocked some new moves that he didn't know he had. And, yeah. and then I was obliterating things as I, as I was before and it just felt great. But that was just an interesting little journey that I went on. I thought I'd call out. Yeah, I, I love using the axe. And to your point, my favourite thing to do is try and recall it almost all the time. <laughs> yeah. I, especially in combat. I think there's just something really satisfying about that, especially if you've watched Thor. Yeah. Um, you know, you, it, it's so, well, pretty much similar to how that operates. It's so satisfying and, and well executed that, you know, I find a lot of my combat, at least at the stage of the game at the moment, revolves around that. Yeah. Um, much as possible because I just it's just extremely satisfying um, but it's interesting you say you know you, you, you do feel a lot more powerful although it's still at times quite challenging a bit earlier on in the game um, I've been waiting for that that kind of ramp up in difficulty so that's mm. inevitable by yeah. the sounds of it yeah it'll, it'll come and then you'll, you'll get over it's not a like I said the, the challenging part is that if you want to go for the trophies and do the end game and the really hard mm. optional stuff that you know what people build it up to be really difficult i you know i found it it was challenging don't get me wrong but it wasn't i was expecting to sit there for hours trying to do one of the bosses and within 20 minutes they were slaughtered and i was like okay that was that took me longer than most of the other in fact any other boss on the game or any other you know encounter in the game mm. but they were uh, well and truly beaten quite quickly, which again, I ain't any good at these games, these video games at high levels, but I was able to get it done. I think I had a good strategy and maybe leveled up Kratos as you're kind of supposed to. I think a lot of people forget that. It's one thing in this game, actually, that you used to talk about things that stood out. I was like, oh, I forgot how much of this game doesn't rely on, but certainly you can make your life a lot easier by leveling up your gear, like committing to yeah. just putting resources into those it does it does make a mm. difference so i was mm. i made because i knew there was a difficult fight ahead i made sure i had as good a gear as possible and that was a that's my little tip just keep on top of that keep yourself ticking along and you'll you'll be okay with most of the the things they throw at you yeah that's uh sounds like a good tip to me it's something that i usually neglect as well because i'm always worried about using our resources unnecessarily there is that. Oh, I'm better. Yeah. Um, i don't want to level this up i tend to hoard stuff i was guilty of it in assassin's creed as well yep. where i end up with like a bag full of gear and like struggling through with stuff sometimes and i go why am i doing it yeah. why am i making life hard for myself every survival horror game that's what happens to me i end, I end the game with like 15 bazookas and i never used them yeah. and i was like oh for fuck's sake how much easier would this game have been if i just occasionally dipped into this massive arsenal that i've accumulated but no i had to try and kill everything with a knife and not shoot one bullet off track it's a uh, i might need that later down the line and i won't have it yeah exactly have- it's like i don't think games are designed like that these days like, They'll always put enough stuff 
in the yeah. in the encounter for you to, to get through. But I was, you know, why I did it on this one, each sort of category of gears, I think you've got a rare, you might have uncommon, rare, mm. legendary, then epic. I was like, right, I'm going to fully spec out one in each of them. And then only when I start to unlock a full gear set of the other one, will I start to sort of pump numbers into that. Um, yeah. So I kind of made sure that I was doing that as I went. But obviously, as I spent the points, I immediately was like, oh my God. Well, I've done. Well, I'll never find any more of that hack silver again, even though I've got 300k yeah. of it sitting here. Good lord. Sitting in it. Um, so, I guess, you know, probably makes sense to, to see whether this re review sits where it did before. Mm. Um, so, with that in mind, I guess we should visit the, uh, the digital gallery, um, which is making an appearance these days um, I don't know if we formally introduced the gallery um, we may well have done we may well have not done yet depends what order these things go out doesn't they'll, it? they'll pick up on it these lot I understand <laughs> but but broadly speaking we've got the Dintage Gallery which is and we're visiting Apps's uh, Apps's wing which has got sub wings I'm going to call them <laughs> um, with the platinum gold silver and and bronze wings. I mean, I think we know where this is going to go. This isn't going to go. We're not going to be not. It's not going to not get in the gallery, which is of course an option. Um, but uh, do you want to replace the revisited review in in your gallery apps? Yeah, easiest positioning ever. It'll just sit alongside its 2018 playthrough in the platinum wing and. Hang out yeah. at the top echelon of my personal gallery, so really not no controversy there. Holds up just as well, if not if not better, and you know, still a still a, a special game, and probably will be in, until the end of time. It's a, it really is it really is terrific. Goes in that platinum wing, easy. I do have a question for you because you mentioned earlier that you'd played the game and then sort of not played it, and then you, we're we're blaming. Yeah. You know, locations of consoles is the reason, but this feels like it's right up your alley. Just because not only is it mm. a good game, great game, special game to me, but mm. it's this Norse, yep. and it's a, from what I can gather, quite a. It was a you know, compared to Assassin's Creed Valhalla, there's a lot of there's a lot of threads between the two because they're both using mm. that Norse backdrop, but Odin in particular and other characters are kind of portrayed very differently in God of War than they are in Assassin's Creed. I really like this kind of gritty, antagonistic thing that's going on, but I really thought mm. this would hook you in, and then you'd have, to, you'd have to just see it through to see all these characters that no doubt you've read about and seen countless shows about mm. kind of brought to, to light in this, this fantastic video game, but the hooks mm. are not there. What's going on? Uh, the hooks are there. Wow. Um, it's not a case of I haven't enjoyed my time in it, because I have. Um I think sometimes I'll be sitting in my office here and I'll go, oh, do you know what? Um, I think the biggest, I say the biggest problem it's got is I don't feel like it's a game I can pick up for 40 minutes and play. But I think that's mm. where I'm struggling with it is that I think, oh, I'll, you know, I'll have a break from work for a bit or over lunch, whatever it is, and I'll pick something up, I'll bung some Rocket League on, I can do a couple of quests on Assassin's Creed, I could do a little bit on Pokemon. Um, I guess that's, the difficulty that I've got is that I generally don't have large 
periods of time mm. or lengths of time where I can pick him up and devote the time that it deserves. Um, so I think there is, it's, so it's definitely on the list of things that I'm going to do and see through. It's not falling off the radar. It's still there. Yeah. Um, getting Assassin's Creed done was a big thing. Yeah. Um, I want to see through Pokemon. And then I think I've probably got a little bit of a gap, I'd say. Yeah. Is anything there beyond that? Um, although saying that I've picked up a game called, is it Yoko or Yuko that's I've seen that's distracting me slightly at the minute. <laughs> um, Yoku's Island Adventure, for some reason, has got to look in. Um, but yeah, it's definitely there. All the hooks are there. It's just around. I want to immerse myself in it to get the most out of it. And I think that's just what I'm struggling to get at the minute. It's the time to do that. Yeah, fair enough. It's uh, it's a game that I'd recommend to, to most people out there. Because even if you don't like the story type of things in games, it doesn't really get in the way too much. Um, like it's not like, you know, like, 20 minute cutscenes where you're not doing anything mm-hmm. kind of straddles that line quite well but no platinum game for me god of war and great to go back and revisit it great to finally pick up that platinum and chuck that in the trophy cabinet somewhere and uh looking forward to see what's in store next for the series and the the impending sequel which we'll uh, be looking forward to playing anyway I think we'll uh, log off for this particular episode. As usual, patreon.com forward slash digital is the place to go. If you want to support us financially, you can join the core community. £2.50 a month, UK pounds that is. Probably even, well, actually it'd be more expensive, wouldn't it, in America? Because the dollars are higher. So probably closer uh, to be like 4 dollars Yeah, I mean, look. Come on, what can you get for that these days? This bloody inflation, not a lot. And that ain't going up anytime soon. So that's that's the way to go there if you want to be uh, be, be supporting us. If not, we are very happy to have you watching and listening to the end of this podcast. We'll speak to you next time. Nothing more for us to say here, though, other than thanks for your time. And ta-ta. This was a Dimp Digital production.